Welcome back to the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Please turn your cell phones to airplane mode. How's everybody doing? Do people actually do that on the plane, put it in airplane mode? I, I don't. And I've survived every plane crash I've been in. <laughs> yeah, it's 2023. Like, There's just no way, You're telling way, me right? that the chance that my phone's on is going to bring this plane down? Get out of here. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that's literally a joke they make in the first episode of The West Wing. <laughs> and that's from like fucking 1999. There is a weird thing in planes that there's like a clock in... It's pretty standard across them that was coded so long ago that they actually have to go in and manually like change it back before it runs out of numbers. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. All right. So we are still in Gallowspire. You guys are in this strange room with this strange black pyramid. And you were fighting these two dread wraiths. And then this this big boy showed up. Was grabbing on our genus, and uh, yeah, he's okay now. But yeah, you're welcome, our genus. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> appreciated. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think everybody else is about to get a, a face full of bones. Let me just double check the range of that cone. Maybe our genus isn't safe. This guy's a real boner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nope. It's a 30-foot cone, so our genus is safe. Nice. Uh, but I will need reflex saves from Randolph, Thalias, Teobleth, and Elksy. Hmm. Okay. Remember, you all get uh, bonuses to all your saves from Thalias? Yep. Yes. Plus two. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's, yeah, within... Reach of Thalias, so oh hell yeah! Spiritual interference. Well, he's in Thalias aura. He's within reach of Thalias, so Thalias gets an additional. No, he's not within reach of Thalias. Oh, I am. I don't care about Randolph. Hold on, I thought it was Ran- Randolph had an aura, and then or Thalias had an aura, and then Randolph benefited from a different ability as long as he was within reach. Um, Thalias. Thalias has that spiritual interference ability, which is stronger for Randolph, but it works for everyone within his reach. Oh, oh, so they stack. Yeah. So if you're within that aura, you get a plus two bonus on saves. And if you're within his reach, you get, you get another, another plus two. Yeah. God I damn. don't think anyone knows how it works exactly, but yeah. <laughs> it's a com- I, complete I mystery. I was amused that you guys were discussing Joe's character and he didn't have <laughs> one word. <to> <laughs> Except for nobody knows. <laughs> All right, uh, let's hear those reflex saves. 29 and 20. Thalias got the 20, right. as you uh, could figure. I'm using one of those uh, plus one to reflex saves from Arginus' reading, and that gives me a 23. Mm-hmm. And Elksy got a 30. So that means that Teobleth and Thalias have failed their reflex saves. Of course. And Thalias, he rolled a 20. Well, I mean, got a 20. Yeah. 20's not enough? I mean, if a 22's not enough, then no, a 20 oh. isn't enough. You're killing me. God. 20. <laughs> what about a 23? Because that's what I had. 23, sorry, was still not enough. Damn. Uh, so you're going to take 46 points of damage. God. Well, uh, see if I help you anymore, Arginus. Jeez. That's uh, bludgeoning damage. 
Um, and Elksy and Randolph each take half, so 23. So wait, you're telling me Thalias takes how much damage? 46? 46? Yeah. That's so much. Yeah. Oof. Well, luckily I have the Ablative Barrier, so that ate, you know, five of it. <laughs> five. There you go. <laughs> Up next is Uhtred. All right, well, uh, I'm still dealing with this wraith in front of me, so... Oh, yeah. I think I'll go ahead and take a... We're hasted, right? Yep. I think so. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take a hasted full round action against it. Ah, oh, fuck. Where's my power dice? <laughs> All right. Uh, the first one is a 29 to hit. 29 hits. Okay. It's going to be... And these things weren't chaotic? Correct. Okay, so 1d6 of frost damage. So it's 9 slashing damage and 5 frost damage. And the incorporeal nature of them only is only ignored for your crits, correct? Correct. So it would just be like hitting them with a regular magic weapon. Okay. Second one's a 20, uh, 25 to hit. 25 will also hit. That's going to be... 10 slashing damage and 4 frost damage and then hasted it's a 20 to hit if I remember correctly Uhtred blinded this one correct? I did blind this one okay so versus it's flat footed AC minus 2 a 20 will hit nice that was on a natural 2 <laughs> alright so that's going to be 12 slashing damage and 4 frost damage all right. You know, good thing you had that hasted attack, and good thing it was blinded, because with that third attack, Uhtred, you finish off the last Dreadwraith. Ooh, how nice. Okay. It was going next, too. Uh, all right, so up next is Teobleth. Okay. I just want to remind everybody that we can't actually see into the pyramid, like, at all. Well, it's, it's darkness in the pyramid, so anybody with... Dark vision can. And Arginus still has his daylight spell, but I think that's only reaching 30 feet. So, yeah. Anybody with dark vision can see into the pyramid. Do not like this. If one of you can figure out how to get a light effect so I can see in there, I'd be willing to go in the back door entrance. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. I hate this, but I think I'm going to delay my turn again. Um, yeah, and I'll let you know when I want to pick that up. Okay. Arginus. Let's see. Uh, so Arginus is going to... Do I basic bitch this thing of, like, magic missiles or... You should um, go even more bitch and throw your rock with daylight into the, like, inside. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, you gotta you gotta run at it and hit it with uh, decomposed corpse, classic. No, Arginus. that's that's not bitch at all. That's badass. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Um, Arginus will throw the rock. Um, okay. Into the doorway there. Give me a ranged attack roll. I have faith in you, Tom. <laughs> he said, You're putting the faith of the wrong person. <laughs> he said, you know so, what? And I'm like, wait, you are going to run up and do this after all that I did to get you out of here? I had my breath held. I thought that's what he was going for. Um, 
All right. So first, why don't you tell me where where you're trying to aim your rock? What square are you trying to? Uh, like inside the, the same uh, like like my goal is to kind of aim it towards where this thing is. It's not going to be anything. Yeah, I know. Please, please point to the square that you want to do it. Okay. Show us on the map where the light touches. His thought process, I think, in this moment would be, I just got to throw it through the doorway. I don't really right. care where it ends up inside as long as I can get it through that doorway. Okay. So it's going to be a range increment of 10 feet. So if you're just trying to get it to the doorway, at the very least... That's 35 feet away, so that will be a minus four on your attack roll. But since you're just aiming for a square, it is an AC of 10. Okay. You have channel your inner Nolan Ryan. So I'm just throwing a dex throw or... Ranged attack. All right. Uh, 21 uh, minus four, 17. Mm-hmm. All right. 17. You get it. Uh, so... The stone uh, lands on the steps going into the pyramid, and you know it even tumbles down a couple steps to, uh, it's basically like right under the feet of the Geshadakuro. All right, solid. Yep, and now basically the entire interior of the pyramid is normal light, or bright light, as with daylight. Uh, you doing anything with your move action, Arginus? Um, I could take a five foot step back just to just to kind of really kind of seal the deal that I'm outside of that thirty foot <laughs> range there. Okay, then up next is Randolph. All right. Um, the lion sort of seems like he's in the way with no HP. Um, so I'm gonna have him take a five foot step back and clear the way for um, more powerful, more healthy people. Mm-hmm. And Randolph, Randolph is going to... Ooh, I didn't think this turned through. So now I can at least see him. Yes. I guess... Oh, I wish I could five foot step there, but I can't. Uh... <laughs> to where? To, to there? You can five foot step there. Not there, but... Yeah. Um, I'm going to five foot step here. And hold my action for when he, when he is in range of me full attacking him. All right. So Randolph has taken a five foot step. He was behind Elksy. Yeah. And he has moved to be to like the side diagonally between Elksy and the like the entrance to the pyramid. Uh, that still leaves a ten foot distance between him and the Gashidakuro. The, my problem is this goddamn the opening to this uh it's also kind of weird looking on the map where you've got is it a 10 foot wide opening or uh, you see how it's sort of yeah i mean you could fit a person right here and you could fit a person right here and they would both be able to smack this guy all right if that's the case i will instead of the five foot step i'll take a move and i'll just attack it I wish it would come forward, but do what I can do. uh, In that case, uh, that final five feet is going to provoke. Oh, fucking Christ. Okay. So. Does the attack happen before they leave the square or? Yes. Okay. 
So does he get any kind of soft cover for kind of being like behind the corner of it? Um, that's what I was looking at before. I'm, I don't think so because what you would do is you would measure it from the corner, from corner to corner. So this guy's corner to the corner that Randolph occupied, and there, it's a, it's a straight, it's an open line. So I don't think so. Fucking Paizo, get your map game under control. You don't want to be the next D and D. Yeah. I, what? Cover cover rules as bad <laughs> as threatening your OGL. Uh, okay, so let's see. He's gonna go for a bite. Yeah, that sounds like him. Oh, he might have lucked out here. Uh, that's a twenty-five to hit. Oh, twenty-five doesn't hit. No way. Okay. Not even close. <laughs> All right, so what and do you do at the end of your move? Oh, I scythe him. I scythe him a big time. Although, that other, my cool scythe is still busted. That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that really sucks. 24 to hit? 24 does not hit. Ugh. All right, uh, and Thalias took a five-foot step back. Uh, was that his whole turn? That, let's see. Yeah, that'll be his whole turn. He'll, he'll hold an action. Well, but he goes when I go. I mean, he can still hold an action and not have his initiative move. Okay. I mean, honestly, he'll hold even his if... action. The man was born to hold his action. He's got 19 HP. It's Elksy's turn. Actually, and... I'm gonna go now. You would. <laughs> yes, I would. Uh, and since this thing took its attack of opportunity on Randolph, I'm going to hope it doesn't have oh, combat reflexes. Oh. And I'm gonna <laughs> run back to where our genius is. <laughs> See, that's how I really bring my values. Have the thing <laughs> swinging at me so that other people can come in with the uppercut. Yep. A literal <laughs> shield. And then I will take a single shot with my bow. All right. Uh, deadly aimed. Good lord. That's a 40 to hit. That'll hit. And that is 27 damage. Okay. Looks like some of that got absorbed. All right. So... And that is Tiablet's new spot in initiative. And now it's Elxie's turn. Uh, Elxie was thinking maybe we'll kite this guy out of the pyramid because I, the bottleneck's really working too. for him. Yeah. But then Randolph <laughs> bravely stepped forward. So, you know, Elxie's. Can he even get out of get... the pyramid? Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he, he could squeeze he his could... way out. Yeah. So Elxie's going to five foot step and she's going to do a. Uh, hasted, power attack, full attack. Come on, Elksy. This is all because of my heroics, hooray. Natural 19, that's critical threat. Yes. Confirm with a natural 20. All right. We've got a fan crit here. Ooh. Oh, is it mine? <laughs> uh, no, I think we got to workshop yours, Joe. Oh, right. <laughs> but this is the fan crit from the one and only Lord Richter. Yeah, this is the first time we've gotten this card and not gotten the slashing crit. (laughs) So, the piercing crit is called The Pointy End Goes in the Other Guy. Triple damage and one bleed. (gasps) So, triple damage. Oh my god. Wow, okay. Thanks, Richter. Elksy's gonna murdelate this thing. I wouldn't say murdelate. Um, I don't know. I remember her doing 50 damage on a normal crit, so this is a times three. Yep. Yeah, on a times three crit, you really don't give a fuck about 10 DR. 
Yeah, she's, she gets over 50 with just multiplying her power attack at that point. Uh, here we go. Wow. Alexi deals 70 points of damage to this thing Ooh, with Jesus. her gore. Uh, just like a, like a fucking shovel uh, excavating a snowbank. Bones just fly everywhere from Elksy's like head butting gore. I'm imagining she gets her her antlers like stuck in its rib cage and just rattles around for a second. She yeah, she gets it stuck <laughs> in the rib cage and she doesn't do no rattling. She just pulls her horns free, uh, like just shattering some of the bone with it. And hey, uh, did anyone else? Only Sixty. Did anyone else notice that it was uh, like a shovel? You think she uh, picked that up from somebody, or maybe? Yeah, I, th- I think we know where the shovel came from. <laughs> All right, and uh, that's not the end of her turn. In fact, that was the beginning of her turn. Let's do the next gore. Not as exciting, uh, but probably still a hit. That's gonna be a twenty-eight to hit, which does hit. That was so appropriate that Richter's card went for Elksy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, second gore deal, dealt 23 points of damage, uh, which gets reduced to 13. All right, and then two hooves. Uh, yeah, natural 18 will hit for the first hoof, and I'm just going to roll again for the second. Oh, another natural 18. Elksy uh, brought the pain today. Yep. Uh, yeah, so this uh, these hooves will bypass DR. There's 16 points of damage for the first one. And another 16 points of damage. And? And that Gasha Takoro is still up, baby. Oh, my God. All right, it's now Kishikish's turn. Uh, Kishikish is going to move north so he can uh, get a, a good vantage point on this thing. And he's going to cast... Uh, I kind of forgot that he could just do this at will last time. Uh, but he's going to cast Searing Light. Well, natural one is uh, definitely going to bring this uh, train of pain to a halt. But I got a 30 to confirm, so it's not going to be a magical fumble. Thank God. Uh, unfortunately, that brings us to the Gash Dekuro. And, uh, man... You guys are going to be so mad at Elksy for doing such a good job, but I think uh, this thing's going to go after her instead of Randolph. I'm not mad at any of that. Yeah, no, like, this is a situation where she did like she should have done. <laughs> she didn't rush in ahead of everyone. She followed Randolph in. Can't fault her there. Yes, you could. Uh, yeah, I could. Oh, we're not. <laughs> okay, uh, so Bite is going to be a 34 to hit, and that's going to hit. It's going to do 23 points of damage to Elksy, and then we're going to do a grab attempt, and uh, 43 is going to do it. So this thing just grabs Elksy in its mouth, and uh, then it's going to... Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to claw claw on Randolph now. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it keeps saving all of his bad rolls for Randolph, though. That's a 26 to hit. And a 36 to hit. 26 doesn't hit. The 36, however, that hits. For 18 damage. Oh, okay. All right, that brings us back to Uhtred. 
I, let's see, Uhtred is going to take a double move action. Okay. Which he can get all the way here. And he's going to hope like all hell that this thing can't also see invisibility. Because he still has greater invisibility. It just didn't matter with the wraiths. That and also uh, it is technically grappling Elksy, so it can't take attacks of opportunity, even oh. if it wanted to. Perfect. So yeah, uh, Uchir will do a double move action. He'll go around to the backside of the pyramid and enter through the the back entrance and move all the way up. So now Randolph and Elksy are flanking. Uh, only Randolph. You well, I tried. Here. <laughs> Yep. Sucks to suck. Our genus. Our genus is going to do magic missile. All right. Roll damage. 5d4 plus 521. It's a good magic missile. All right. With 21 points of damage, Gashitakuro crumbles to the ground, bone hey. by bone. Uh, we'll take our it. genus with the kill steal. Elksy lands back on the ground with a thump as she was like 15 feet in the air in that thing's mouth. Ugh. Good good shot, Arginus. Oh, I I couldn't possibly take uh, uh, the congratulations there. Uh, it was really my friend who saved me and uh, looks over at um, uh, Tia Blith and uh, goes... Uh, your creamy center is starting to peek through there, bud. <laughs> My what? <laughs> he like starts examining his clothes, like looking for a rip. Like, what is he talking about? Oh, you'll get it when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> Told the three-century-year-old being you'll get it. When you're older. <laughs> All right, yeah. So it would appear uh, for now there is uh, no longer any opposition for you to uh, finally poke around in this pyramid. So you got the interior of this pyramid. It's pretty plain looking. Uh, The interior walls are covered in all sorts of glyphs and arcane sigils. uh, And uh, they're kind of doing this like super ominous, like like rippling gleam off of Arginus's daylight spell. And then you've got this stone table just directly in the center of the pyramid. On in the center of the table, on the top surface, is this hemispherical divot, as if some uh, spherical object were meant to be placed in it, but there is no such object. Also, now that you've had your full run of uh, the, the, the chamber at large outside of the pyramid, uh, you notice that there are two additional statues uh, on the south end of the pyramid, uh, they appear to also be representations of Tarbafon, also turned inward to uh, be looking at the pyramid. And uh, also, also, uh, is this door right here in the uh, the eastern end of the room, about three quarters of the way up. Uh, you notice that it's just like a blank steel door, but there is this hand-shaped divot like smack dab in the center of it. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, looking around inside the pyramid, I would like to know where that excessively strong conjuration aura was coming from. The 
aura is coming from the table. Uh, I believe you got a natural 20 for some stupidly high number last time, like, and I told you that. Yeah, I it was like a 42, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know that you're... After... It might take you a minute to just kind of like examine examine this wall, examine that wall, look at the table, just kind of like get a feel for the room. But after after doing so, you're certain that you're standing in the control center for the witch gates. Oh, no way. Oh, that's important. And you know that the uh, the focus is likely the missing sphere for that tabletop. And without the focus, you know that it is it will not function. It won't do anything. Like the uh, controls won't do anything until we find like the, the basically the key to turn it on. Yeah, the controller's out of batteries, so you got to find those double A's somewhere. But yeah, so you know that uh, if you had that focus to control it, it is a not a difficult task, as long as you know what you're doing, to just shut all the witch gates in Verilich off from this pyramid. And with a 42, you also know that there is a chance... If somebody really knows what they're doing, they'd have to make a use magic device check. And you could leave all of the witch gates on, except for who you specify. So that would mean that you and you know any any other creatures that you specify could teleport in and around Verlich with no issues whatsoever, but nobody else could, including Tarbafon. Well, that's sweet. So presumably right now, like, we could probably assume, yeah, there's an exception in place for him and probably like his key lieutenants or something, but. Mm, That is possible. Yes. Yeah. Um, Failing this check wouldn't like have any consequences. It would really just be like in the process of shutting them off. You could make this check and leave exceptions. Uh, Or I'm sorry. I keep getting that backwards. Uh, like basically you can, you can leave these exceptions, you can leave them on, have these exceptions, but if you fail the check, it just shuts it down for everybody. Okay. But yeah, you got to find that focus. Uh, was there any items on the wraiths or a doubt on the giant skeleton, but maybe, uh, yeah, no, the, the wraiths were incorporeal, so they weren't holding anything. Uh, but, uh, that actually reminds me. Teoblith, you would, in addition to all of this, you would also know from studying this pyramid that any, uh, it, it can actually, one of its defenses is that it can just pull other creatures from across Verilich inside of itself as a defense mechanism if it takes damage. So, um, so okay, that's where so the thing came from. Yeah, so, so our, our genus, genus fireball. Throw a fireball in there. Yeah, that summoned that Gashitakuro to defend it. Huh. Well, uh new rule going forward. No uh no area of effect spells in here. And why? Yeah. Why? What'll happen? Uh it'll pull in some other nast- nasty beast to to defend it like that and he points to the pile of bones. Oh, yep. I I uh, definitely agree with that rule. But the good news is we found the Witchgate controls. That is good news. Oh, great. Turn them off. Well, that's the bad news. Um, you <laughs> see this uh, this little indentation in the in the table here? It needs some sort of 
key to operate. Until we find this, it's just a kind of a pretty pyramid. I see. All right. Well, what what now? <coughs> Cough up a little blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we may want to uh, take a break. If I uh, remember correctly, we've uh, we've definitely had a couple of run-ins so far today. And uh, I don't know if our healing abilities are... I don't know if yeah. we're still capable of handling ourselves. Yeah, Randolph, how you looking on that life juice? Oh, pretty low. Basically none. I'm just about out of spells for the day myself. Well, do we dimension door out of here, or do we rest here? Well, my vote's going to be we dimension door out of here. The problem is I can't take everyone. Even without the Elias, with the addition of your psychopomp friend over there, I, that's more than I can take. I could always take Kishikish with me. Oh, oh okay. Certainly, certainly happy to hear that. I definitely don't want to be left in here by myself. No, no. I would never dream of leaving you by yourself, Kishikish. Well, next question. Do we go right back to where we hold up last night, or do we try to find someplace new? Well, if we're going in separate groups, maybe we should go to the place we all know. Alright, I just hope those whatever was outside hasn't found their way in yet. I guess we'll have to deal with it if they have. I suppose so. We're going to have to find somewhere relatively safe to rest. Alright, well, why don't you go first and I'll take the uh, injured folk behind you. Okay. Uh, Uhtred goes up and... uh, he places a hand on Kisakis's shoulder. It is good to see you, friend. And then he casts Dimension Door. All right. Uh, so you uh, you pop out of existence, and then you re-enter existence back inside that uh, sort of overgrown, buried barracks. Could we maybe like pop into existence again, like right outside the entrance to it? At a scythe shop? Wherever you want to pop back up is where you'll pop back up. Let's do that and go in as a group and not me and Kishikish. All right. All right. So, yeah, a few seconds after they disappear, Tealith, you know, waves his hands, casts Dimension Door, and brings the rest of the group. I'm going to roll Perception to see if I can see or hear anything in there. I rolled a natural one for a twelve, so Kisha Kish also rolled a natural one for perception. Yeah. I should have oh, just put us teleported us right inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kisha Kish's natural one is a twenty-three. What? Wow, his yeah, perception is slightly skill. better than mine. <laughs> All right, uh, Tiablith, where are you teleporting to? I guess I'm teleporting right inside because I thought that's where Richard was going. Assuming Since, uh, they they appear inside. Oh, hold up, Kishikis. I, I hear something in there. Uh, you better get your staff ready. I, I draw my scimitar. Just like when we were at Nine Eves. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, but shouldn't we wait for the others? Well, yes. I, I don't know what's taking them so long. Oh, we'd better wait. We don't want to get overwhelmed. We'll wait all night if we have to. <laughs> ah, <that's laughs> using your noggin there, Kishikish. 
We out uh, meanwhile, while we're on the inside, we hear like we hear, we, we hear whispers out there. Oh, hold on, guys! I uh, uh I, I, I hear somebody else. We can sit here in silence all night. Do do we uh do we face off against them? Where the hell did they go? They were supposed to teleport right in here. Kisha, Kisha, do you think maybe something happened and they're still down there? <laughs> While you say that, Argena says the same exact thing. Do 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 you think that something happened to them while they were down there? I mean, we would have seen it. We watched them teleport away. Oh, I mean, uh, with the witch gates, who who knows? I do. That's not how they work. Kishi, Kishi, you don't think that the witch gates might have messed with their dimension door somehow? <laughs> hey, Utrid, where'd you go? What was that? Did you hear that? It sounded like... I'm over here! Diablith? Well, yeah, where the, what are you doing? What are you guys doing in there? We, me and Kishikish, hurry up and get in. Would you jump right inside? Yeah, that was the plan. Oh, yeah, well, uh, kind of the... Uh, I realized if there is something in there, I didn't want to be in there with just me and Kishikish. So we kind of went right outside, but then I must have heard you guys. We were hesitant to go in until you showed up. <sighs> Communication, Utrid. You gotta tell us when the plan changes. We almost well, killed you. <laughs> we almost killed you? Well, we're all here now. Agreed. Let's... I guess we should bunker down for the evening. Yes. Uh, do you remember how big this was? It was like a barracks? Yeah, it's we we had like a decent sized space in here. Um, let's see, I have one third level spell and one first level spell left, so those are going to me. What do you got left there, Joseph? Uh, it's pretty slim pickings. Let's see. I can probably get away without getting a heal. Oh, uh, it's not quite as bad as I thought. I've got three first level, one second level, and three fourth level. But my fourth level, I don't have any. <laughs> Heals for fourth level. And I'm pretty well, sure we also have like a wand and we have potions and stuff too. Yeah. And healing, we're out of Gallow Spire, so yeah. heals are going to not be have. The only problem is I'm out of my good, what you call it? Your healing hands. Com yeah, I'm out of that completely. Uh, we have six potions of Cure Serious Wounds. You know, we got a wand too, with still a bunch of charges left. I mean, we can do it. It's just like a lot of nickel and dime healing, not a lot of like. <laughs> well, it's just start a lot of rolls. and diamond. All yeah. right, let's do it. I'll um I'll start with the rest of my spells for the day. Yep. Yeah. Always start with the spells. Um, and so I'll do three level one heals, and those will go to Elias. All right. So he heals thirty three. Which is still not enough to heal bullet. Good lord. It's not even close. Yeah. Oh, uh, more than I thought. I'll use my second level heal on him to finish him off. Actually, no, I won't. I'll use a wand charge. Did I say nickel and dime? I meant nickel and penny. I don't know, man. <laughs> nickel and diamond pretty well. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, <laughs> just healing. No big deal. All right, so Thelias is fully healed at the cost of all of my spells, except for my second level, which I'll cast on myself, and two wand charges. Also, just I FYI, am keeping track of. 
as an outsider, uh, Kisha Kish does not heal naturally. <laughs> we haven't even healed him at all yet, so... <laughs> There's so much healing left to go, Alex. Perfect. Uh, yep. And he... Oh, he took that seven con drain from the Dread Wraith. Oh, yeah. We got. We should hit... Um, Joe, did you say you had a fourth level spot left? I have three. Because don't you have... Uh, was it restoration? restoration? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that cures one point of drain. Uh, I think it cures all drain in one ability, in one ability score. Yeah. Really? All points permanently drained from a single ability score. Okay. So yeah, one one good restoration of the 100 gold variety will bring Kishikish back to undrained con. Um, our genius needs a lot. He's about a third of his health, so 29 out of 82. Yeah. Why don't you start using some of these potions? He said we have six potions of Cure Sirius, so that's 3d8 plus 7. 5. 3d8 plus 5. Do we still have the the bead of uh, healing? Yes. The Tadako off today, so it is uh, available. I think that's and... Cure Sirius, right? Yep. Actually, Joe, that... that cure serious or cure critical would have gone off when you got hit by that thing so you probably oh, should you should roll that and then cut it in half because it would have gone off in in gallospire oh less than perfect okay well it's what is it 3d8 plus 4d8 plus 7 4d8 plus 7 that's what i was gonna say <laughs> 10 oh my goodness there you go <laughs> that's such a buzzkill that's that was rough all right, but uh, they weren't bad rolls either. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it kind of was. It was two twos. One point, one point under average. Average would have been twenty-one. No. Um. Uh, what do we heal for an eight-hour rest? I know it's not. Average, it's your like con modifier, I think, or is it your level? It's, it's your one... level for okay. So, so twelve. <laughs> All right. So our genus looks like he's okay-ish for now. All right. I took two potions. Yep. So, yeah, Randolph, Elksy, and um, Kishikish, I think, all still need a bunch of healing. Remember, we yes. can get people, we don't have to fully heal people, because we can Just gotta use... get them in with sleep, right? Sleep range? Well, not even sleep range, because we can use healing hands to finish that off, since we're not going to get them when we're in Galaspire, with the exception of the spike that I have, but that's only going to be one time, so... We could save on some resources. I Yeah, I, I need to explain that. So, I was just kind of doing some... Just doing some light reading, as, as you do as a GM. And uh, Healing Hands is a conduit feat. Uh, it's uh, a feat from Planar Adventures. And conduit is a type of feat that basically like pull power into you from other planes. Most yeah. of them are pretty good. But they do have some limiters. Oh, here we go. Uh, specifically, they don't work at all if they're ever in an area that denies planar travel or dimensional travel. And while you're in Ustalov, or specifically Virilich, with those witch gates functioning, that's dimensional travel that you cannot take. No way. So your healing hands is completely blocked by the witch gates. No way. But while uh, 
that spike that Arasni gave Uhtred is active and you're in the 10-foot area, healing hands will work normally. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's one of those things that you read and you're like, oh, but that, like, (laughs) when would that ever come up? Right. (laughs) Wow. Which actually means that resting eight hours won't affect anything, because I was associating it with Gallowspire itself, not Virilich. Yeah. Yep. So... You gotta shut those witch gates off. Yeah. Uh, okay then. So, so back, back to what to we were healing. doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With just a new piece of fuck you on top. It's like, oh, okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, we got, uh, there's four more potions of Cure Sirius, so divvy those out as you will. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't, I'll take I don't one. I'm pretty hurt. Kind. Uh, Elksy's uh, pretty beat up. I don't know how much healing is left, but... Well, we still got, like, 20 charges on the wand, so, like, there is healing left. It's just, you know... Drips and drabs. Right. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's use these potions first, since like they'll, they'll do more of a more of a good chunk yeah. of healing. So, so what are they? 4d8 plus... 3d8 plus, plus 5. Where'd you... Potions of Cure Serious Wounds? Where'd you get those? They were from the uh, Shining Crusade chest from the the armory, the walking armory. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, So who's getting these potions? I just used one. Okay. Uh, I used two. Yeah, we had six, and our genus used two. Okay, and then Randall used one. Yep. All right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Elksy and Kishikish are looking pretty thirsty. So let's give... Uh, I said we give two to Elksy since she likes to soak up damage. Yeah. Well, Kishi, also, Elksy will heal from sleeping. Kishi Kish will not. Right. Well, it depends on how beat up they are. Like, I, How like, much actual We don't have any like Kishi numerical. Yeah. Taken. I'm not going to tell you that, but I will tell you that they're both very much beat up. Uh, yeah, but was he beat I'd up say, because he had the seven drain? He was beat up because he had the seven drain, uh, but he was pretty beat up before that. I mean, he he was at very, very low health when you pulled him out of the furnace and you healed him a little bit, but he was not at full health. And then he went in there, took some damage, and also took some con drain. Uh, Elksy got uh, pretty fucked up by the breath weapon and the uh, getting bit by the Gashtikuro. Um, let me just see... How much that Condrain fixes him by. So, curing the Condrain. Yeah, they look pretty similar, honestly. Uh, Alexi might look a little bit more, uh, a little, little bit more tender-footed than Kishikish right now. But, yeah, they're, they're both, they're both at around half, maybe a little under. All right. Well, then I say let's do one each and see how they're looking after that. All right. Uh, am I rolling these? Uh, they're your characters, so sure. Uh, plus five. Okay. So Elksy, yeah, heals 24. Show off. <laughs> okay. And Keisha Keish heals 19. All right. So, yeah, I mean, they're still both hurting, but if... Like, they're they're both either stubborn or proud enough where they're not going to be like, give me that last potion. 
uh, and maybe just wait until you guys have your healing back, because the potion's not gonna refresh, but your spells per day will, and they might just bother you in the morning about it. But, I mean, it's up to you guys. If you want to give up the last potion, or if you want to uh, use up any more charges on any wands. Yeah, why don't we see how we're doing in the morning? We'll go from there. So, uh, what are we looking at with watches? Uh, Tealith will take first and third, as is customary. Alright. Arginus will take first. Arginus. Hold on. Would you mind taking second watch with me? Oh, uh, absolutely, Utrid. Kishikish, uh, says, if, uh, if it's worth anything, uh, as, as a psychopomp, I do not need to, uh, to sleep. If you would all just like to, uh, get a full night's rest, I can stay up and, uh, and watch over you, uh, well, if that's you would a, prefer. Well, I'm sure we all appreciate that, Kishikish. Not that we doubt your ability to perceive around you, but you never know. It's nice to have more than one role being made during a shift. That's true. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore, but uh, that, that's fine. If you're all accustomed to your own uh, your own watches at night, uh, well, I'm merely a guest uh, in your little group. All right, so Tiablith is doing first watch. Anybody else doing first watch? Kishikish. Yeah, I mean, Kishikish is just going to stay up. Uh, so we got Kishikish and Tiablith, and then we've got Uhtred, Arginus, and Tiablith, and uh, Kishikish. And then no, we've I got... think Tiablith was first and third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so second second watch will be Uhtred, Arginus, and Kishikish. Third watch will be Tiablith, Kishikish, and anybody else? Oh, Randolph and Elias are sleeping like babies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so is Elksy. Well, Elias so uh, is just taking the night off. Yeah. yeah that's, what, that's what Team Elias thinks. <laughs> 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 All right. So the group goes to sleep, except for Tiablith and Kishikish. Uh, Kishikish is going to roll perception check, and I would encourage Tiablith to do the same. I. Uh, I mean, I guess that's a. It's a thirty-two. I know, it's pretty good. Uh, Kish, Kish got a 26, so... Does Tiablith... He's, he's been around the block once or twice, but... Does he have any, uh... Does he have any, like, Q&As or anything for this, uh... Psychopomp that he's staying up with? Um... He'd probably just try and get, you know... Um... Get Kishikish's account of what happened at Nine Eves, but... Not like a... I don't have, like, a, a specific line of questioning in mind just professional curiosity yeah just get to know like how like how did you get to know these guys like how did you like one specific psychopomp happen to know these exact people Mm -hmm. you wouldn't believe it tiablith i opened i opened the door to the kitchen and there was more intruders in my house i well i ran right over and i just beat the ever-living shit out of them with my staff and so then I, I was like, well, that's the second room that there was intruders. I had to have been the last one, right? But you'll never believe it. I went into the pantry, and there were more intruders. You don't say. Oh, I must have I must have taken out a, a dozen unwanted guests in my house. Oh, it was infuriating. Well, a dozen not counting the thousands of, 
of wasps in the library. Oh, 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 oh man. Almost every book shredded. Uh, Tiblith would actually, like, give a note of sorrow for that one. Like, oh, I feel your pain there. Sorry. You know who still has a book from that library? <laughs> oh. Yep. Some of those were first edition written by beings who, well, are not around anymore. It was a, a true crime. Indeed. Loss of knowledge is always criminal. But what about you, Tiablith? How did you come to find this this group? I guess you guys can just kind of... <laughs> Copy-paste the story I told Utrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, Keisha Keisha will say, Oh, you were in Chaliax when, uh, when it all happened, were you? Indeed I was. I am no scholar of Galarian history, but... Well, as a psychopomp, even I know the story of the death of Aradin. Well, I'd be curious to get your perspective on it. I, I hear Phoresma's one of the few people that might actually know what happened to him. I, I would certainly like to believe that. And if she did know of it, well, she didn't tell anyone. Not even, not even us. The great beyond whispers that Phoresma didn't see the death of Aridin coming, that she was unprepared for such a calamitous event. And the whispers have persisted over the last century that Phrasma's oracular powers are fading as the goddess of fate. Should she not have seen it? Should she not have corrected the prophecy? Well, as I said, I call me bias, but... I would like to believe that she had her own reasons for keeping the truth from everyone. Yes, the charismatic leaders always think, always let you think they have a plan. And everything that happens is just as they planned it. I haven't been around as long as you, Kishikish, but in my time I've come to realize that there's no grand plan for this universe. The gods don't care about the affairs of mortals. It's all just everyone trying to impose their little bit of will on the chaos. I could see how you would form that opinion, Diablith, uh, especially someone who lived through such an event, but it's not true. The gods rely on mortals more than you realize. But it is not my place to to question the motives or capabilities of Phrasma. I mean, after all, it is, it is said that Phrasma herself is all that is left of what came before. Everything that we know of, all of creation, as it were, is theorized it is only the current creation, a, a countless infinities of planes roiling together, time, time struggling on for eons, millennia, almost countless amount of time before everything collapses in on itself, only to be reborn again. It is theorized that Phrasma, well, she, she alone remembers all of it. A fun theory, but it really is just that. <laughs> Tell me, Teoblith, what exactly would you do to prove such a theory correct? Even if you could, could you even comprehend it? 
You may call it just a theory, but tis a, a concept, a measurement beyond yours or my comprehension. I would caution you from treating it as a mere... I would caution you from treating it as uh, a mere theory, something to be proven or disproven. Even among the gods, there are impossibilities, things that cannot be comprehended. Such concepts are beyond our ability to even grasp. Oh, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying there are things we can know and things we cannot. I try not to bother worrying about the things we can't know and focus on what we can. Yes, I'll drink to that, Teoblith. All right, and uh, so Teoblith and Kishikisha's watch goes by, and oh, it's just more spooky stuff outside. It's not unlike last night. There's uh, just that, like, hollow rattling sound of, like, claws on glass as just some uh, unseen thing just, like, scurries up one of the sides of the building, just then you hear uh, some jabbering from some creatures of the night before they fly off to do who knows what. But then the watch ends, and it is now Uhtred and Arginus' turn. Probably gonna wait, like, 30 minutes or so, really make sure everybody's asleep. I would like everybody to give me perception checks for the watch, though. Keisha Keisha's slowly getting more alert. Richard had a 16. Uh, Arginus had a 25. 28 from Keisha Keish. But, yeah, I mean, half hour goes by, no problem, nothing explodes into the barracks to fight you guys. Well, Arginus, I wanted to do watch with you because I'm starting to think we should probably tell Teoblith about Razni. What?! Uh, Keisha Keish is just kind of standing there. <laughs> Mind your volume, Keisha Keish. Tell Teoblith about who? You heard the name. What business have you with? And he like, it's like you telling him to keep his voice down, like finally registers, and he like looks back towards everybody sleeping. What business have you with Arasni? Well, oh, God. I think we need to let Teoblith know and I'd rather not have the exact same conversation twice and mere hours apart. <laughs> Very well. But since we talked the other night, Arginus, I figured you and I should agree first since we had agreed not to make mention of her to Teoblith. But Kishikish says he fought Tarvafan. We were told that he probably left here. It only seems right that if Teoblith may come to blows with the Whispering Tyrant, that he at least knows what our group is currently connected to. Oh, uh, well, uh, you certainly bring up uh, quite a couple of good points. You know where I stand with traveling with her things. Uh... In Teoblith's back pocket, maybe alerting him to Arasni may offer a different approach of some sort. I, uh, 
Uh, I would absolutely prefer not to be traveling with those. Now, when you say traveling with her things... <sighs> Can we please wait until the morning? Ah, very well. Tiamlith is going to have every question, if not more, you'd see how he is, that you could possibly have. Yes, Arginus. Uh, I don't know how this is going to play out, but... For God's sake, he saved your life. Don't you think he at least deserves to know what we know? I, uh, I agree with you, Uhtred. However, something does, uh, come up here. We've been using Tiablith as a level of protection, if you will. Uh, his lack of knowledge over, uh, Arasni allows us to go into these talks with these beings with him as the lead and us kind of just playing silent. Well, Tiamleth is either going to continue on with us and well, he, he's a know-it-all. He'll continue to talk and be the face out front, but or he's going to leave and we wouldn't have that advantage either way as I see it. I mean, I guess we could do nothing and still get that, but it just doesn't quite seem right anymore. I mean, sure, in the beginning, we don't know who he is. And then, truth be told, we really don't even know who he is still. But he's certainly been willing to stand in the face of death with us. That's got to count for something, right? I, uh... <laughs> uh I guess I uh, don't disagree. I, as I said before, Uhtred, I'd, I'd follow you to hell and back if you uh, wish to have this be one way and we uh, tell him about it. Uh, I don't see a huge problem with it. I think we should. And if he does stay with us, I'm still not yet convinced that we can trust Arasni herself. You're damn right you can't. Oh, my lady. Oh, so... <laughs> Keisha Keish just kind of, like, t turns his head sideways to look oh, at our genus. Oh, don't, don't worry. I'm, I'm Phrasma forever, but, uh... Oh, God. You know how you sometimes have your heart in one place and your head is in another? That's kind of where this is. Our, I'm... You're just probably pretty as puzzled as... <laughs> it's Keisha Keisha, but it's Keisha also Keisha our like, genus, so... <laughs> yeah, Keisha Keisha, like, looks our genus, like, up and down, and he, like, opens his mouth, and then he just shakes his head. He says, I don't think I want to know, no. Just yeah. keep it to yourself, our genus. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, of course, of course, the, the, the cards know all. Keisha Keisha, I would ask that you make no mention of this to Tia Blith on the third watch. Yes, yes, I'll, I'll wait. Thank you. I'll wait for, for you to tell him whatever terrible mess you've gotten yourself into, Uhtred. I, I hope you know what you're doing. Has there been any point since you've known me where I haven't been in a terrible mess? No, I suppose not. Know what I'm doing. That's a good one, Kishikish. I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing. Well, that's all well and good, but it's no excuse to make deals with the devil 
Oh, well. there's there's no deals. We've uh, uh, simply have, I guess, similar aspirations, if you will. That doesn't make me feel any better. I suppose I'll have to wait until tomorrow to to learn more, though. So I won't be able to sleep now. Good thing you aren't gonna sleep, regardless. I know, right? Oh, we know. Uh, yeah, this time, uh, y- you hear a few times, like, at-, at first you think it's, like, the wind picking up outside, but when it's done that in the past, y- you could hear, like, the branches rattling against the windows, but there's no accompanying rattling. It's just... can't be sure what but it seems to be some sort of creature maybe a groups a group of creatures like flying right by you outside uh, perhaps even like incorporeal undead making that spooky sound as they fly by but miraculously uh, you remain undisturbed in your watch ends is going to uh wake up randolph <laughs> randolph huh? Randolph. What, what time is it? Uh, little before dawn. Your, your shift with Kishikish. My shift with Kishikish? Yeah, the third watch. Does Elias know about this? Of course I imagine he's beyond excitement to be able to talk to his dear friend again. His dear friend Kishikish? Yes. Ah. I mean, I assume he pretty much only gets to converse with you, but... They clearly were talking when we first found Kishikish. Surely you yes, didn't deprive yes. him of that chance. No, 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 you're right, you're right. Let me... where is he? He's around here somewhere. Oh, yes. And I start summoning the lies. All right, well... You check luck. your pockets. <laughs> like, where did I put him? <laughs> All right, and uh, Tia Blith is uh, also woken up. I guess Kishikish will go prod him with his staff. Wake up. Uh, all right. Uh, back at it. All right, everybody give me perception checks for watch number three. Ooh. There's a nat 20 for a 41. There you go. That's just what I was going to do. Ooh. 16. And right. wait, wait. I get a second go at it. 15. Nice. And Keisha Keish uh, working the average with a 30, 33. Well, not quite the average. A little bit more than the average. How many how, how many people can do Dimension Door? I think I just think me and you. One additional... Oh, yeah, I think it's just the two of you. Damn, so I can't... I don't think this. our genus can do it. Because he'd be the only other one in the party that could. Well, if we Dimension Door back in, I usually only prepare, like, one time, because I'm super limited on spells. So... We can go back no. in, but if we have to come back out, we're not going to be able to mention door back out. Well, you can always prepare it twice. I mean, I could, but like, I only get three fourth level spells. I'm not sure I want two of them being dimension door. Yeah. I'll say I get four of them, but if I'm have to make multiple trips, that's all of my fourth level spells. Yep. We'll have to figure that out uh, once everybody's awake. Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, watch number three. Keisha Keish is just like, he seems like he's in a bad mood for some reason. Uh, he keeps grumbling to himself and looking over at Uhtred and he like kicks a kicks a 
a pebble across the floor. So, Thalias. Yes? How, uh, how have things been since we parted from Nine Eves? Uh, I mean, besides, besides the whole, uh, d- dying part, I imagine that was not pleasant. Oh, right, Thalias. Yes, yes. Thalias? Speaking to Thalias. Yes, yes. Hello, operator, operator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, things have been great, you know. I've met up with, uh... My pal Randolph here, and he's awesome. Probably the best there is in the whole world. And we're best friends now, so I think you could say things have been going pretty good for me. It's what he would probably say if he could talk. He doesn't really talk that much. Yes, I'm, I'm sure he would say that uh, that you're the best. Uh, that's a very safe assumption. Well, to be honest have. with you, Keisha Keish, he's the best. We really are attached at the brain. I don't know what I would do without him. He's saved my life in a way. And boy, I'm glad he's with me. And I look over at him with like a really heartfelt Jerry Springer nod. You know, like a, it's me and you. I don't care if we, you know, if there's other people throwing chairs, we're not going to throw chairs at each other. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that his his death was, was not the end of the line. Uh, and he found a way to persevere through, through, through non-blasphemous means. As I... His eyes kind of like <laughs> dart for a second in the direction of Uhtred. Uh Hey, I didn't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> but let's uh, let's not let this current excursion be the end of of any of us. What do you say? You thinking hands in the middle? And I put my hand in the middle <laughs> to do like a cool, you know, Keisha, Keisha, one, two, three, he, go. He looks at the at the hand. And he kind of like looks at you, like he has no idea what this is, and then he looks back at the hand. Oh, uh, 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 sure, yes, w- why not? And he places his hand on yours. Hell yeah. Thelias joins in, and we do like a cool uh, one, two, three, team! And don't die! And let's make it out alive and save the world! He's one, two, three, four, five, I, oh, um, y- yes. Team, don't die, save the world. Yes. Splendid. Yes. Uh, it's a good uh, good mantra. <laughs> what is Teoblith? Uh, yeah, yeah, Teoblith. Teoblith, <laughs> surely you want in on this action. I have no idea what you're doing and want no part of it. Uh, it's it's more fun than it looks. I d- had no idea myself, but... I guess He's I, still I, coming around. I, I'll I take feel emboldened by, by camaraderie. Oh, very well. More for us. One, two, three, more for us. More for us. <laughs> they can I never line it up together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our homework. <laughs> We're new to this, you know? It's like uh, team building and all that. Hell yeah. Any other exchanges or etc. for this uh, for this watch? I don't think so. I'm mostly worried about not dying, so I would be pretty vigilant on that front. As much as I want to um, like hang out and bullshit with Elias and Keisha Keisha. And I guess Tia Blith is here, too. Although he's not partaking in the reindeer games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so towards the tail end of your watch, uh, you hear some movement outside. There's really no mistaking uh, what kind of movement. is. just you hear these like shuffling footsteps. Between and on top of each footstep, you you hear this like rattling sound, like a like 
like a like a metal chain or something being dragged across the ground. And just step, step, rattle, 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 drag, 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 and uh, it's it sounds like something pretty large is like stomping its way through the streets outside, and uh, as it, the sound gets louder and louder from getting closer and closer, uh, everybody inside is just kind of waiting, breath held, and it seems to like stop right outside, and then through the what what you can just barely see of of the windows like through the the foliage obscuring them from the outside you just see like the first bits of sun rays of sunlight like peek through the the foliage as the sun just barely peeks through the the jungle-fied cityscape and you hear like and you hear Sun. And the steps just start growing more distant. The dragging chain follows it as whatever that thing was uh, returns from whence it came as at the arrival of the of the sun. And that's the end of watch number three. Well, fuck everything about that. <laughs> when you first said it was making noise, I was like, I wonder if Thelias uh, could investigate what it is exactly. And then there's a bunch of it sounds huge and foreboding shit. I'm like, oh, nope, never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't bother <laughs> us. We won't bother ourselves. you. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. As you were. <laughs> um, can It just kind of occurred to me too, but could we say during that third watch that that I was like making some more arrows? Because <laughs> like, I keep burning through these and I need to be making more so I can keep up. Uh, sure. But, uh, I, I would I would say that you 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 made you made a fair amount of arrows between your two watches, uh, but I can't imagine you have very much like raw materials for arrows after you're done. Like you don't have much left. Like you've been underground and in this barracks. Yeah. Uh, so you would certainly have to go do some scouting uh, after this if you wanted to continue making arrows. Uh, but we can address that with time. In the meantime, we're going to end it there. Everybody levels up. And we'll see you next week. Whoa! On the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Oh, yeah. See ya. See ya. See ya.